Blog Talk Radio. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Soul Scribe, and welcome to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. We are the return of intelligent radio as we ensure the free flow of opinions and push the envelope on the questions America is afraid to ask in the mainstream media. Good morning, Soul Scribe. Thank you, Queen, for returning to the Mr. Dialogue Show, serving in the capacity of my guest co-host again thank you for being with us if you will say hello to all the truth seekers out there and if you want to give an add a little background to it uh please do but again i very much appreciate you rocking with me this early okay. morning it's raining very heavy in the atl how are you doing Queen? yes i'm good i'm good king thank you so much for having me on this show uh good morning truth seekers uh, and everyone tuned in um i'm excited to be here and you know, share my thoughts and experiences with you on, um, you know, maybe, you know, if they're an age uh, appropriate level and, um, you know, just uh, do what I can to keep the conversation going. Uh, absolutely. I see. Let the cat out of the bag. This morning's discussion question dating, does age matter? Dating, does age matter? So, um, as I always do, to kind of open the show, what was your first thought when I reached out to you? I told Scott to say, hey, <laughs> you might help me out with this show. Uh, what, can you recall your first initial thought when I told you this is this morning's discussion question? My first initial thought was, yes, it does matter, simply because I just got out of a relationship with someone um much younger than me and uh, experienced it. Um, before, I didn't necessarily think so. I always thought that, you know, if, of course, if they're a minor, it's a problem. Um, but I was always open-minded to the fact that it's okay as long as they are mature enough and responsible um, and you connect. Um, I did not 
speak about some about other dynamics that go along with dating someone younger than you. So now, after being engaged to someone who was 20 years different, um, yes, I would say it does matter. <laughs> nah, that's, and that was pretty cool when I reached out to you to say, hey, can you help me out to find out, like you said, that you re- recently just experienced um, and this, and as you kind of go through your own timeline, you say, hey, something that you never thought mattered before, but after your own experience, you feel there is a difference. Um, I will say, uh, take it, making it personal as well, that when I was a much younger, I loved dating older women. Like, literally loved it. Mm-hmm. I dated within my age range as well, but I was very much intrigued mm-hmm. by dating older women. Uh, I remember Speaking um, mm-hmm. of, like I said, obviously not okay as a minor, but I remember at 17 uh, dating a 24-year-old. 24, 24 and as a boy, that was like a, you know, kind of an ego booster that I could, you know, catch a, <laughs> yes. a you know, so when I was 24, uh, so mm-hmm. so that was kind of the start in me, like, oh, I like these older women, you know what I mean? And, you know, obviously that was only a yeah. seven-year seven age difference, but as I got older, mm-hmm. I kept upping that number. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That up very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I, went, I went way higher than seven years. I'll say some of that um, as we go, you know, into the show. And I will say um, to my own personal experience, again, of having done it, to be honest, you know, a, a number of times in my lifetime as far as dating goes specifically, that my experience for the most part was one in which um, never had an issue with it, clearly, because I kept doing it, right? Uh, but when I got 35 mm-hmm. and saying, okay, I would like to settle down and, you know, have a family of my <laughs> own, and here being in Atlanta, I think at that time I had been in Atlanta for probably about eight years, and, and I was thinking, I was like, man, if I want to have a family, I might need to start reversing this because I would date women <laughs> in their 40s, uh, you know what I mean? Like, literally, I could say that it was way more than yeah. seven years, trust me. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I might need to try to flip this around. Because the truth be told, for me, I enjoy dating older women, I think, even more than sisters my age. Now, so I would say that a couple of my serious relationships have been women close to my age range as far as you know, what I consider serious. Um, obviously, I've never, you know, as most people on the show know, I've never been married. But anyway, you know, kind of a quote-unquote serious committed relationship, whatever that means in, in 2019. But I, So I will say, uh, but I, but let me at least admit this: in enjoying my time dating older older women, there was one in particular who I, in a sense, fell for. Um, and I'll say, mm-hmm. going into those old, in a sense, as much as I say I enjoyed dating and quote you know quote unquote dating. Um, yeah. For the most part, I had an idea in my mind that you know this is not going to be too serious. Even you know, you know, in, a, yeah. in, in that sense, you know what I mean. Just that with that age yeah. difference, something that you know, the hey, it's two adults. We agree to this. We spend time together, and and you know, and and, and go out and do more than go out. You know what right. I mean. So so it was kind right, of an right. understood thing. I definitely enjoyed the conversation. So every now and then, they were surprised mm-hmm. that they were willing to talk to someone as young as me. So you know, I've I've ran yeah. into yeah. the entire gamut. You know the entire gamut, mm-hmm. but the beauty of having you on this show, you know, not about to monopolize it, but I've been through it so many, you know, again a number of times. But the beauty of mm-hmm. having you on this mm-hmm. show is, as we say, dating, we will definitely have to get into the idea of 
you know, can it move forward into something bigger? Then I think if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. you were actually engaged. So basically on the verge mm-hmm. of marriage. And so I think that definitely has yes. to be, in a sense, a part of the discussion. I hope people out there are listening, you know, they may pipe in as we get, you know, get ready to go to a break. Hopefully they'll pipe in and give us their experience. And at the end of the day, you say it does matter. I think myself having maybe gotten as far as you've gotten, in the sense that you were engaged and possibly close to marriage, I don't know that I've had the life experience that makes me say that it does matter, if if, if that makes sense, um, because most of my mm-hmm. situations were, you know, ones in which I enjoy. But again, there's a difference between dating and moving all the way into marriage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, right. you know, right. one thing that was promoted uh, for this show was just the idea of even thinking about, you know, even a Jay Z and Beyonce, which is a 12-year difference, but if you go back to their history, she was 19 and he was 31. I think sometimes, you know, and again, celebrities kind of, in a sense, I would say get away with things that sometimes that would be kind of, yes. you know, funny yet. Like, you have, a, you know, you have children. I don't think they're teenagers or anything of that, of that nature, but my mm-hmm. whole thought to ask you before going to the first break was, can you imagine your 19-year-old saying, hey, I'm dating a 31-year-old, just, again, just using that quick example oh, wow. as, a, as a thought. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, could you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Tell me that thought, and we'll go to the first break. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I, I never thought about that. Um, could I imagine it? I mean, you know, he's he's an adult. He's 19, and because I have tried it before, I would allow him to explore that, but I would give him some feedback and some tips on dating an older person. You know some of the the pros and cons, and you know wish them well. But um, gosh, I've never thought about it, so I know I couldn't see it. But um, if he decided that's what he wanted to do, I would I would definitely support it um, because um, it's his life, and he you know is an adult. So yeah. All right, so nice thought. And like I said, maybe some of the um, callers out there can give us a you know our thought again. I just thought that was a good. Kind of, I feel, I feel like twelve years is a, you know a decent little range, you know decent range, and yeah. you know now that they're both older, nobody's thinking about it. You know, the, right, 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 well, right, right. So we'll definitely get into about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's, let's go to break and let's get that thought coming out of break. You're listening to the Mr. Dialogue <laughs> Talk Show. We'll be right back. Uh, all I ask is that you think this morning's discussion question: Dating does age matter? When we come out of break, we'll open up the phone lines as well. Uh, we'll be right back. If you're looking to purchase a home in Atlanta, the question you should ask yourself, do you want a top agent with all the top listings to find you a house? Or would you prefer a personal agent to find you a home? An agent who doesn't simply shuffle you through listings, but specifically researches to help find your dream home. For that personal touch, Century 21 agent Ephraim Abdullah is the agent for you. Known for having the highest integrity standards in the industry, no intentional delays and information costing you more money whether buying or selling a home, or blindsides at the closing table. Ephraim hand walks all of his clients through a successful home buying or selling process. In the end, they all call him a friend. Contact your new best friend in the real estate industry, Ephraim Abdullah, at 404-590-2828. Again, that number is 404-590-2828 or online at EphraimSalesATL.com. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host, Soul Scribe. Thank you, Queen, again, for being with us. 
I had some difficulties this morning uh, with technology. I've had a crazy week when it comes to technology mm. this week. And so I should have come out of that break with Keith Sweat, you may be young, but you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my so, so, so I just basically turned off all the listeners because I tried to sing it versus having it properly come out of the break. So, 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 so no music outside of uh, for my sponsor, um, Square mm. Business Entertainment, which you will hear later. So, you no, ain't, you ain't that bad. Music, no, you ain't that bad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was going back with that. You know, I was supposed to have a little Aaliyah coming into this show. Age ain't nothing but a number. I had, I had some songs well, we've lined heard all up. Kind of songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? We heard all so, the uh, so definitely, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But speaking of you know, the key sweat, you may be young, you, you know, but you're ready. Uh, I noticed that, you know, as you said, in a sense, if your son was 19 and you would be okay with it, get some pros and cons. And But when I think of that key sweat song, in a sense, that's kind of how maybe I'll, I'll see, in a sense, a Jay-Z looking at a 19-year-old Beyonce, you know, Beyonce. And, mm-hmm. again, I think when you take it out of the context of celebrity, then, again, mm-hmm. I think that's where you see people, you know, in a sense, see issues. Side eye, So yes. let's flip it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's flip it to, let's flip it to, um, would that, would you be, would you feel the same way in the sense your 19-year-old daughter bringing home a 31-year-old man? Again, I'm just using those numbers initially, and again, I'll admit to mm. I've I've done more yeah. than twelve years personally, but again, I was in my twenties yeah. and thirties at that point. But go ahead, um, go ahead. Any thoughts? Because sometimes there no. is a an issue between gender. Sometimes people look at it differently. Any thoughts oh, yeah. you on that? It is different when it comes. It is different when it comes to gender, uh, particularly when there's a woman. They look at her as predatory. You know, when she's dating a younger, much younger man, when a man does it, it's usually, you know, accepted. And, of course, celebrities get to do whatever they want to do. Um, but if my daughter were to be, I mean, you know, based because of my experience is different, I would prefer my children to date someone, you know, closer to their age that they could, you know, experience and things with, you know, because what happens is life experiences are different. And so what you get is a 19-year-old who's, you know, supposed to be going to college or, you know, starting life, you know, then someone who has lived quite a bit of life and had a lot of accomplishments and, you know, the possibilities that they could miss out on those those growing experiences um, is what would concern me. And, of course, you know, having just recently dealt with that, found that that was part of the, our problem, you know, you know, the level of responsibility was different, the life accomplishments were different, the, and there were so many insecurities and things because of that. And so there was always a strain on the relationship. And then, of course, then you've got the family dynamic, of, you know, family members looking at you and things like that. So, yeah. No, definitely you know, a lot, of, a lot of great thoughts there. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, no, a lot of great thoughts there. Uh, you know, as again, as I'm kind of exploring those lines, um, you know, I'll say that there definitely is, and I think we'll have to hopefully get further into this, but I think there is, a, I'll use the term stigma associated with mm-hmm. it from the, when it comes to, again, from the gender perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and it's always, and it's, but it's two sides to it, even from, from the standpoint that 
I, I would agree with you, especially historically, that the idea of a, a older man dating a younger woman is, in a sense, has always been accepted, and especially when you go back, you know, older in history, right? Like it's always been accepted to a certain extent. But I would offer, and this may have existed in the past too, but I would offer in today's time, there, to a certain extent, there's a concept of possibly that man taking advantage of the, the younger girl to a certain extent. Like, I think that comes into play, which in my mind is almost slightly goes against historically how it's always been accepted. And, again, I'm just trying to ease into the nuance, but I think that is a nuance that obviously if we're going to do this show has to kind of be explored. So um, are you aware of that kind of being an issue? Um, again, it sounds like you, again, if you talk about your own daughter, uh, you would, in a sense, again, be a little concerned, but okay with it. I think some parents, when they think of it that way, they're like, heck no. And, and, but but in the past, right. that would have been A-OK. So I think that is a difference yeah. in 2019 that people are more concerned with it. And, I'll, you know, while it's in my mind, you know, thinking of a, a, a R. Kelly, not the, you know, not the Aaliyah yeah. when she's 14, but more of he – and as he's publicly said, he enjoys dating 18 and 19. You know, they're legal. They have to be legal. And, again, not to bring him into it, but, you know, he's in mm-hmm. his 40s, and he absolutely loves dating 19- and 20-year-old women, and people look kind of, you know, definitely mm-hmm. frown upon that, and they would have frowned upon that if, even if he didn't have the history that he's known for. So any thoughts right. on that, Queen? Oh, wow. Um, you know, and it's, it's funny because, ironically, I – you know, um, since I've been back out in the dating world and um, after my divorce, I actually like dating younger men as well. Um, I dated older men, um, but a lot of them seem jaded from their past relationships and marriages that they had been in. So what I found was men who had not been married or in situations, um, they um, they were, I'm sorry about that, they were not, I'm sorry about that. They were they were not as jaded. They were not as you know, they somewhat broken. Some of the men I dated were still very broken from past relationships and traumas, and younger men just didn't have those those experiences to really look at love as a bad thing or relationships. So you know, uh, I can kind of see where R. Kelly is coming from. I'm not sure if that was his you know his perspective, but of course the things that he did were, you know, were unacceptable and, and you know, predatory. Um, but, you know, dating sometimes people your age, you know, you get, and I can, and you probably can agree is that it can be somewhat boring, but when you're with, it can be exciting when you're with someone who does different things from your age group and can teach you different things or, you know, explore different avenues. So, yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you think that it's not a huge? I mean, maybe maybe I'm let's see if I'm understanding this part in reference to the idea that it seems to be different today than historically. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I say historically, mm-hmm. like, I'm oh, thinking about okay. like when you, you're right, right, right. Because I'm thinking about you know how, like it was very common for a much older man, yeah, at least mm-hmm. you know, from what I understand, to marry, for example, yeah. even marry, yeah, even marry mm-hmm. a. 15-year-old or 16-year-old or 17-year-old, and, of course, those numbers are creepy in today's time. So I'm just talking about yeah, things seem to be much different oh, in today's time versus history. Oh, it's and, much you different. know, again, I'm yeah. trying to get kind of like where did that come from because that, that number would have been quite acceptable even, I would say, mm, 50, I think 60 years ago. 
And today, right. it's a problem. And I'm not saying which mm-hmm. way is right. It's just that that is a nuance of this morning's discussion in particular. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wonder what's changed it. In, in a sense, I don't know right. what changed it. And, I'm, again, I'm not saying which way is right or wrong, but it has to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I guess when maybe over time the more educated people became or the more they thought about rights, you know, people people's rights, and I, I just I have no idea. That's a good question to think about why the change came about. Um, you know, um, I have no idea. That's a good question. <laughs> nah, absolutely. Maybe we have people on the phone line. Know. If you're on the phone line, <laughs> if you want to get in, yeah, nah, if you want to get in on this morning's discussion, please press one. So let us know you want to speak. If you're listening online, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, this morning's discussion is dating. Does age matter? Give us your three cents on it. 646-787-1691. I'll take my guess at it. My guess is, okay. I think it's a, it's a role, and it may not, may not be the only reason. I mean, because we, we both know it was even common, you know, maybe even 100 years ago, and maybe I'm wrong about the timeline part of it, but, you know, it was definitely common that teenagers got married, you know, at least that, you know what I mean? But yeah. it still kind of within the range, like the man would be 18 and she would be 15 or 14, you know, that kind of thing or whatever. That's not a huge age gap. But, again, you also look back historically, and it was not uncommon for much older men to marry in a sense, a young woman. Now, one thing I know that went into it when we start going back, you know, let's say two, three hundred years ago, and maybe even longer in history when you read about those situations, you had this concept where men were, in a sense, trying to marry a virgin. And so with that being in, you yeah. know, in mind, it would, they would definitely get the younger woman who, in a sense, had, you know, hadn't been touched if if you want to, you know, so that definitely played a role <laughs> way back in history. So that was a role. But I would say even in more recent history, the aspect of, at least in Western society, in a sense, I think patriarchy played a role in it from the standpoint of um, it being okay because it still had some sentiments of what I just spoke about, that long history to where that man was, in a sense, trying to get, you know, in a sense, that untouched woman. So I'm not saying that was the main reason, you know, 50 years ago, but I think coming mm-hmm. off of that, in a sense, that human history within Western society, <laughs> then right. it, it wasn't frowned upon when, let's say, let's, we'll use this age differently. It wasn't frowned upon when a 24, 24-year-old man was marrying a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. and today that mm-hmm. that's considered statutory. You know what I mean? And I, I, right. I, I probably should have researched when did statutory rape become, start becoming an issue in our country. That's why I just thought about it, just right. from having that conversation. You know what I mean? But, if you, you know, and, and the reality is, let me say this real quick, due to that history, you can still get away with marriage. But if you're, in a sense, caught dealing with that person, you feel me, just dealing with them from a dating perspective mm-hmm. or, get, in a sense, caught right. having sex, it would be statutory, going but to jail. you still, in right. a lot of states, still can marry or based on old laws. Yeah. In some states, I know some states do it different, but if you get into a marriage situation, you get, you're get you devoid of that law in some states, at least from what I understand. Any thoughts on that, Queen? Oh, wow. Yeah, I, you know, I guess over time the politics have changed and the laws, but um, it, it, I don't. 
I agree with you that that's probably the same reason, the patriarchy and the reasons that men were able to get away with it more so today than back in the day. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I agree totally. I think you, you are, you're probably dead on. Um, this country <laughs> tends to let men get away with uh, a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> um, you know, and so I I agree. I think I think that's a, a great point that you make about um, over time evolution of, of the, the differences between the genders and, you know, how women are looked at, you know, as, you know, first predators if it's a young boy and then, you know, um, it's still kind of somewhat acceptable. So. And how about this? Let's take it one step further just to kind of go down this path. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a quick second, <laughs> just from the standpoint okay. of the reality is what we're talking about. It ain't. It ain't even 50 years ago that it was, in a sense, kind of still okay. And I'm talking about while right now we're still talking about, in a sense, that t- those teenage, or, you know, late late teen years. Because we both understand that once you move into your, you know, mid 20s and mid 30s all of those stigmas go away, right? So that's that's why this is, again, mm-hmm. we're getting into the nuance of it. But I would even offer that it hasn't been 50 years ago that, and, and, and there's an aspect, and again, to take this conversation deeper, where mm-hmm. a, there are men who still might say, what's the problem? Because it literally wasn't been a problem. When we, again, we're talking about older man, younger lady, right? It literally mm-hmm. wasn't a problem. Just 20, 30 years ago, and I would even offer that what still happens in some communities, and again, some much about the right and wrong, it's just us exploring the conversation, that mm-hmm. teenage girls, again, because there is a difference in how it's looked at from gender, right, where they will date mm-hmm. a 22-year-old, a 23-year-old, uh, you know, again, as this stuff recently came out, and obviously with the R. Kelly, the thing that comes to mind is thinking of Diddy having, you know, so unfortunately losing the mother of a lot, you know, several of his children, Kim Porter. But the reality is, I think he was 24, and she may have been 16 mm-hmm. for, oh. his, for his oldest child. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely, it's wow. definitely a number like that. So. Obviously, this is news to you, but here's my point: me mm-hmm. going up in the south. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to use. I'm not going to say that specific age gap would, would have been accepted in my neighborhood. So let me let me not go that far. Mm-hmm. But it's not shocking to me that that age right. gap is not shocking to me, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of bringing to task that even that age gap for a, a young lady that age has too, pretty much always been accepted and now when we say does mm-hmm. it make a difference now you're moving into again now I don't I'm not trying to have this as the entire conversation this morning but again let's let's explore mm-hmm. it and then we'll keep moving it along. But at, at this point while we're exploring it, now you're getting into quote unquote predatory areas mm-hmm. today. That's how it was looked at but just twenty three twenty years mm-hmm. ago. It's kind of, you right. feel me that it didn't have that stigma on it. Any any thoughts? Right. Again, again, just kind of as you're hearing me break uh. this, peel this back. What's crossing your mind? I so to the exact question is, do I see it as predatory, 
or well, it's just like just okay. Well, I guess it's kind of like the nuance of it ain't been that long ago that it's kind of right. always been accepted. And of course, we do you know. It has. It, it, I mean, I'm really talking, you know, kind of talking about our community specifically because what mm-hmm. what I hear get discussed now. And again, I'm not talking about the right or wrong. I'm just talking about the nuance of all these questions. You know, we try to ask the right questions mm-hmm. to get to the right answers. So what I'm saying is, right. in the nuance, nuance of today's conversation, when mm-hmm. it comes to this specifically, this age mattering, and we get these ideas of what's predatory behavior and what's not, I don't know that we have mm-hmm. a black and white as much as it no. seems to be turned into a kind of a black and white scenario today, when the reality right. is, right. have we ever stopped accepting that range? As I'm talking about, if we're very honest about what happens right. in our communities where, because here's the reality. We'll talk about this too. You know, as, as me, as a 17-year-old dating that 24-year-old, you know, I don't think my mom, my mom loved it. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't super happy right. about it. She would definitely would have preferred me yeah. to, ha- you know, have somebody in my range. But it was, you know, yeah. I, but as men, as boys, we don't carry that stigma. And I'm saying right. the reality right. is the black community is kind of always, mm-hmm. you feel me, always accepted it. So when you say what is the question, it's just talking about, you know, I don't know, I'm not saying I have the exact question for you as much as talking about how great I think that, this really is, even is. though we try to turn it into a it black is. and white issue. You feel me? And it's like, so people mature how, how do we level. open up and talk I, about I, that nuance? Yeah. I think it's more, if I had to say, I'd say it's the age range. Because someone who's 24 dating a 17-year-old, 24-year-old is still pretty young. They're still pretty young in their experience of life, um, with conversations, with communication. Like, they 24 years, they're pretty young. So you have someone who's 17, so, you know, a few years different. I think what happens is when you get into, uh, me and my ex were 18 years different. When you get into a huge age range difference, then you have the maturity level. You know, it might look fine in one area, but then you have other areas where there's complications. And so I would say safely that 17 and 24 is not, it's not dynamic enough for people to, really, really look and, and try to criticize it, you know, and say, well, oh, you know, now if you were 17 and you were dating someone who, you know, of course was in their 40s, then everyone's going to be like, hmm, you know, then everyone's going to be putting up the red flags and, you know, why are you dating someone who's, you know, in their 40s? And um, it's just, it's just, it's definitely different. And I think, of course, if it's a man dating someone younger, People don't really look at it as an issue because, like you said, the, over time it's always been accepted. And, and it is still somewhat accepted, but, of course, as long as they're legal when it comes to a mandating younger. But when it, it really is just about we have, we have the gender fact and then we have the um, age range factor, you know, that I think is, is the, thing, the conversations that people usually have when they think about those age matters. Um, you know, like I said, when I was dating my ex, you know, his his father wouldn't even talk to me because of it. Yeah, let me do this real quick. Let me just sorry to cut you off there. I'm gonna, I got to run to a quick break, okay. and you can finish that thought okay. coming coming out of the break. Okay. Uh, you listen to the Mr. Okay. Dialogue Talk Show. Well, all I ask is that you think we'll be right back. This morning's discussion question: Dating does age matter? If you want to get in on this morning's discussion, please press one. If you're on the phone lines, if you're online, the number to get in is six four six seven eight seven. One six nine one. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. Square Business Entertainment brings you their latest hits. 
I Really Want You by Taylor Pace. Take a listen. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Soccer Feet, along with special guest co-host Soul Scribe. This morning's discussion question, dating, does age matter? Queen, real quick um, before you, and you kind of um, kind of go into your scenario, and as you offered at the beginning for those that are just now tuning, tuning in, Soul Scribe has said she just recently came out of an engagement to a much younger man. Um, before we, quite before, right before we go into your experience, Queen, it was something that you said I want to kind of have you, I want to, I want to say, I'm not going to say challenge you on, but you said something, and I was just saying that I think, well, I think it's a little different in today's time. When you were kind of saying it's kind of accepted when that um, older man and that younger lady, that's accepted. And I would offer that in today's time, and the number that we use is 24 or 17, but if you step that back, 16 and 23, same age difference. You know, one, you're talking about statutory rate for sure. Different, you know, different states have mm-hmm. different age range or what they consider statutory rate. And so, and I'm saying that in today's time, it's no longer accepted, even though that has long been accepted within our community. I think oh. I kind of agree with you in the sense of the, the maturity level wise. That it, as you said, you kind of made my point there in the sense in your mind, you're like, oh, that's okay. You know, that you know that can work. But if you put that in perspective, you're talking about a high school senior. Dating someone who got graduated two years removed from college, and and so mm-hmm. in high school, you know what I mean. You think about the administrators or that or that the parent of that young girl again. When you put it in gender, it looks, it's looked at different. They're like, why is she yeah. dating this grown man? So I'm just saying, in today's time, mm-hmm. it, it is frowned right. upon to the extent mm-hmm. that you're going to be looked at as a predator. And the the, the 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 nuance that I think has to be explored on does it matter is we're, we're, we're setting this thing kind of in black and white today where, yes, this is considered predatory behavior without, in my mind, considering the fact that we've kind of always accepted it for much longer than we have not, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And again, that's just a, a level of nuance that I think, you know, has to be considered mm-hmm. for that age range. Now, again, if we get adults, there's still other issues, which I think that's what you're going to get into, um, you know, just in your own situation because you were, you know, in a sense, both adults. So it's not this teenage, you know, mid-20s type situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm just pointing out right. that right. in today's time, that is that is now starting to be frowned upon, but I don't think oh, it's definitely. really considered, you know what I'm saying, considered that historically we as, as a society – has not have not frowned have. upon like my situation, seventeen and twenty four year old. You know, ha, have not frowned upon right. it. You know, or whatever. So it's just something that had to be pointed out. Yeah. But you can go. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah you're right. I think you were about to explore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Your personal situation, where again now we're going to get um, into some other nuances 
of uh, you know of this conversation. Yeah, and I agree with you. You're right. It hasn't in this historically been a problem. Um, it has definitely come to to uh, more light these days, and you know the, the legally. People are really standing up for for uh, people who are underage, um, but yeah, my experience, like I said, when it's, it's it's I think the dynamic is different when it's a woman. Um, like I said, I was you know we were 18 years different, and you know his father wouldn't wouldn't even speak to me um, because of my age. So, oh wow. Um, I oh yeah oh yeah there was yeah he came to one of my poetry shows and you know didn't even you know because his son was performing, but, you know, because my age was so different, he, it was, it was, it was unacceptable completely to him. So, um, so we dealt with the family dynamic, his family members, his uncles, his mom, everyone saying, well, what does this 40-year-old woman want with you? She's, you know, 40 years old, she's got two kids, what is, you know, what is, what does she want? You know, and, and a lot of, a lot of the stigma was, oh, she just wants sex from you and, you know, sex and money and she wants to control you and manipulate you. So, you know, the, they, I was given more of a predatory view, perspective from his family um, on why I was with him. It was, you know, the fact that I just wanted to be with him because he was a great person and loved him was not something that they could really process because there was such a huge age range difference and because I was a woman and, you know, it was as if, you know, I had some responsibility as the older adult, you know, you know, they still looked at him very, as very, very young, you know, very childlike. So, you know, and that's what people do when it's a woman. Then, you know, when you look at celebrities, there are lots of celebrities, you know, you think of Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher and, you know, different people who have huge age range differences in society accept it. But when it, I think when you get into normal people's day-to-day lives, then it's like, Oh no, this is not something that you you know you can do. <laughs> so, but yeah, I definitely think it's different. You know, men you know men tend tend to get away with a lot more than than women can, um, and it's it's unfortunate, you know. But and it, it puts a strain on the relationship when you have that big of a gap. I think the range does matter. Um, like I said, I was okay with the idea. I hadn't always been okay with the idea of, of a, such a large gap because I've never dated anyone that young. Um, but decided to because I felt like he was mature enough, you know, eventually found out that he wasn't. <laughs> but he, he was able to pretend for quite a while. <laughs> but the responsibility. Yeah, I was good. I was good at pretending when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Now, in my mind, I still, I still think I was mature enough, but I, I definitely <laughs> pulled it off a few times. Let me just say, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. didn't get to the engagement range. And, and, and for the most yeah. part, as I mentioned, that wasn't, you know, I wasn't looking to get to the engagement range, and range you know, at level mm-hmm. as well. But go ahead, Queen. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. They, so what they do is they try to impress you, you know, and, um, you know, do different things, you know, take you to different places. You know, so I, I think it's more of a conversation of range. I think based on my experience, 18 years, you know, I would never date that young again, um, simply because it's, there's just too many different dynamics and experience, life experiences that he has not experienced that I have. Um, the communication, you know, healthy communication styles were different um, because he hadn't really had a lot of experiences with communications where I had been married and, you know, knew that I didn't want to argue and scream and shout because I already knew that the respect level would be lost versus someone who's younger who's, like, never had to really experience that. So, Oh gosh, there's so many, so many factors um, that come into play when you when you think about the range. I would say the age doesn't matter, but there is a 
safe range, I think, to making it, you know, to making it work. Right. I mean, because I think I've been thinking about throughout this morning's discussion, again, knew that we were talking about it, and you kind of already alluded to it in a sense how, like you said, his father, how his family looked at it. But we even have a stigma associated with, in a sense, older women, and when they're doing it, they're called, quote, unquote, cougars. In a sense, or whatever. Some yeah. people look at it, mm-hmm. you know, like some people look at it as she's, you know, hip enough to catch a young man, uh, but I don't think it carries that stigma mostly. It's more of kind of like, you know, what is she doing with that young man? And, and, mm-hmm. and so obviously mm-hmm. you experience that to the extent um, that, as you said, his father wouldn't speak to you. If you, if you will, um, clearly he was moving forward. Y'all got away, you know, in a sense, got away to the engagement stage. So he was moving forward in a sense, without the support of his family, can you even tell me what those conversations were like uh, uh-huh. from that standpoint? Because, uh-huh. you know, obviously you put strain on you, but what what was he saying in reference to his family not being in support of it? Uh, well, he was very upset um, with his family not being in support of it, but he and his father had a strange relationship prior to us being together. So with his father's disapproval, it was more of a, uh, I felt like he was pushed on with the relationship out of fight and out of um, resistance to his father to say, well, I'm grown and I'm going to do what I want to do. You know, um, I think he was he was more angry with his father over, you know, the fact that his mom and dad didn't work, you know, and, you know, he had all these other reasons. So when his father didn't agree, he was like, well, I'm going to do what I want to do. And then his father was pulling his weight because he did still live with his father. And his father was like, well, um, I'm going to kick you out if you continue to see this woman. So, you know, they were both having arguments about it. It was it was just a very stressful situation for a while for us. Um, but then we decided that we were going to continue to try to make it work without his father's knowledge because we loved each other enough. And so, you know, I, I but I feel like because of the strain that he already had with the relationship with his father, he was more so doing it out of the internal conflict that they had and trying to prove that he was, you know, man enough to make his own decisions to say. So, you know, those conversations were, well, I'm not going to do what he says to you. I'm going to do what I want to, you know, the resilient resistance, you know, to authority um, that he had with his father. And um, the conversations were very stressful. You know, they were very uh, heavy to the point where I asked him not to share the conversation that he was having with his father about father about our relationship because it was starting to weigh heavy on me um, because that's, that's something that they were having a battle with. And I didn't want that stress and causing me to become, you know, overwhelmed, you know, somewhat depressed because I was hearing the things that his father was saying and it was having an effect on him. It was, it was just, it was, it was, it was heavy. But she had two kids. She's been married before. She's 40 years old. You know, why can't she find someone her own age? You know, <laughs> you know, what does she want from you? She's just going to hurt you. You know, those are the conversations that, that he was having with his father. Right. And I've seen this a million times. Again, I'm, you know, I'm, obviously we're here in Atlanta, and I grew up in South Carolina and and definitely have seen the scenario you just talked about play out for others again, you know, getting you know, me personally having enjoyed dating and I didn't again I didn't get in a situation that got to that extent where um, you know, I necessarily went through that with the people that I dated or whatever. And I was like I said I gotten older and kinda it was in the military so it didn't really bring bring it home per se. But there's 
but I've definitely seen that dynamic, whether it be the male or female, that when they're the younger one, I've definitely seen the dynamic where, in a sense, the, the younger one is, in a sense, rebelling, saying, I'm going to do this anyway. I've mm-hmm. seen it, you know, mm-hmm. even back in the range of, you know, whether they're 17, 16, even in the teenage years, you know, dating that 25-year-old mm-hmm. or as we, you know, move it up, you know, young, tw- you know, early 20s. And, you know, like a difference like yours, an 18-year difference. You know, I've seen that younger mm-hmm. person saying, hey, you know, we're going to make this work. or I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely ends up being in spite of the family um, saying, mm-hmm. in, some, in a lot of instances, being against it. And what I definitely figured out, I'll say out, I figured out in my own view of watching it play out several times in my own community, what I definitely figured out was that family's disdain, in my opinion, I rarely ever seen it stop the relationship mm-hmm. from moving forward. You know, those relationships, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense of like, see, I didn't go on to get married in your situation. But I've rarely ever seen that that type of disdain, per se, for a age gap difference ever stop the young person from moving right. forward. And quite often seeing what you just talked about, the dynamic of the younger person seems to move forward, like further, due to the lack of... Right, closer uh, to... You, know, oh, yeah. of, you get closer together, you move closer together, and you bond. Um, and maybe that's somewhat of a trauma bond because you're dealing with that stress and that pressure. So what you find is that you cling to each other even harder because people are trying to pull you apart and saying it won't work and giving all the negative energy. And you're just like, we love each other. It doesn't matter what the world thinks or what people think. You know, we're, we're, we're going to be together. So even if we probably even shouldn't be together, we're still going to make it. We're going to prove everybody wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right, I like that. That's a good – we're up against the break. Yeah, we're up against the break, but I think we need to dig into that for people who may, you know, again, you're given that real-life experience uh, of, of getting to that point. And that's the nuance. That's the, tra- like you said, that word trauma bonding, I think it does happen right at that point. Let's explore that when we come out of mm-hmm. the break. And listen to the Mental Dialogue okay. Talk Show. But all I ask is that you think we'll be right back. Babe, where did you get that hat and t-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit, and what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Oh, how about this one? Excuses made zero dollars an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies' gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. Everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Soul Squads. This morning's 
discussion question, dating, does age matter? Please press 1 if you want to get in on this morning's discussion. If you're on the phone line, if you're online, I want to get in the number 646-787-1691. We want to hear about your biggest age gap differences and tell us you know, what you've experienced. But before the break, Scott, we were getting into how, as I mentioned, when I've seen this experience, and again, although I've dated, I haven't went through, in a sense, you know, my family, you know, not liking who I was dating. I actually went with it with somebody who was only a year older, <laughs> older than me. So, so in this sense, I can relate that it did. <laughs> they just didn't like the girl, you know what I mean? So, 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 in, so in that sense, I can relate. <laughs> but, oh, but, and, wow. and like, like yourself, it definitely drove us together more. But in a sense, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, it, it bonds you together. You said, we're going to make this work anything. anyway. It, it, it kind of, like you said, to a certain extent, I think it makes you start overlooking how compatible you and mm-hmm. that person really are because you have yes. your family's non-support driving you to be together in spite of everything. So what, what did that look like yes. in, in your scenario? Oh, wow, yes. So what happened was, you know, of course, we had that factor. We had his uncle, his his, his mom, everyone saying, you know, look, you know, why are you with her? She, you know, it was just so much resistance from them. And so what happened was we, we, we're having these conversations. Our hearts are involved, you know, and so psychologically we just bonded. Even, even you know, when you go through something traumatic with someone, you bond even tighter. And, you know, like you said, we overlooked some of our the compatibility issues, you know, and maybe – just try to make it work and continue to push forward, you know, because we wanted to prove people wrong. We wanted to say, hey, love wins at the end of the day, and we're, we love each other, and we're going to be together no matter what anyone thinks. And, you know, we had that whole us against the world, you know, <laughs> mentality at that point because we're like, who are you to tell us who we can and can't love? So then I, I think it became more of, I won't say ego, but, you know, more so of a, I'm an adult. I can love who I want to love. I can be with who I want to be with. This is unfair treatment. And so um, it just is, I think the relationship lasted longer than it probably should have because of, because of the, because the family put, tried to push up, push us apart. And, um, you know, it, it just was, it was, it was, it was unhealthy at times because, because of, because of that. And you deal with a lot of, you still deal with a lot of the stress that comes with that. Even if you do bond together even closer, there's still so many, you know, factors that are involved. You know, we had to, he had to sneak on dates with me. You know, he had to, you know, he still was paranoid that his father was going to, you know, kick him out and, you know, all these other things. Um, and um, his father saying, well, you're not good enough to be with her. You don't have a college degree. You don't even have your own home. You don't have all these things. Like, why are you Oh, he was her? sabotaging you know, from every angle he could come up with. He he was yes. so, so he he started out saying yes. what she want. She got two kids. What's, right. what's she just, she want to yes. use you? And then he flipped it to son. Right. You ain't worthy. He tried. He tried everything. Unfortunately, right. Yes. So then he was then his family was attacking his character and who he was as a person. You're not developed. You haven't experienced life. You don't have this. So it was just you know whatever angle they could come from, and you know it pushed us. It definitely pushed us both together. And I I was. I'm a very stubborn person. You know, most people tell you I'm stubborn. You know, I want what I want. Um, and, you know, he, he he was stubborn as well. So there we were, 
you know, and this, this, it, and I feel like it was a trauma bond that kept us together because there were there were things that were happening in the relationship that I should have not been okay with earlier in the relationship um, with, you know, other women and, you know, the way his behavior and things like that that I wasn't quite sure about. But had I not, not been bonded by trauma, that I might have been able to say, you know what, but because we wanted to prove everybody wrong, and then I didn't want to look stupid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> so I didn't want people to say, well, we thought you knew it wasn't going to work, you know. Younger, you know, it's just so, mm-hmm. well, there we were trying to prove to the world, but there I was overlooking his behavior on social media, you know, under girls' pictures and, you know, oh, your phone died, you know, little things like that, you know. Um, you know, come on, um, come on this stuff is not supposed to matter. What are you talking about? That stuff matters. That stuff matters. But <laughs> when you're like please. so dead set, when you're so dead set, I know you are. You know, like, <laughs> but you know, you, you 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 ignore those things when you're in a trauma bond, and you just want to make it work, and you want to be together, and, and um, it's not healthy. It's not a healthy situation. So here's what I would offer. Uh, and then we, you know, we're going to definitely take this in a different direction. But um, what I would offer, and again, for my own, just watching this happen more so than experiencing it personally. But again, I, I definitely went through it similarly, similarly, to just so, you know, again, someone that uh, my family wasn't, in a sense, happy with me dating. And what I would offer is the lesson in this type of difference where, in a sense, maybe family's not necessarily pleased specifically because, specifically because of the age difference, I would offer, you know, to become very aware of the fact that you're pushing to break them apart will, will cause yeah. the very thing that they that, that, that you just described. And so as much yeah. as you don't like it, I would say the better play for the parents in that scenario yeah. is maybe a yeah. hands-off approach. Clearly you're not going to encourage it because you're not happy with it in the first place. But to get highly right. involved, especially with your adult child, to suggest mm-hmm. you know you're not mature enough, or that person is using you, which could be true. But just to yes. put out the warning for their family is, you know, all of those warnings at that <laughs> moment, because clearly you wasn't there right. to stop it at the start. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so just to be aware. And Reverse again, psychology. I've seen this I'm sorry. Go ahead, Queen. <laughs> No, I would say reverse yeah, psychology. Yeah, yeah, it just works out that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like you said, that prove it to the world thing um, definitely becomes a factor, especially when you're in your early 20s and still trying to find your adulthood. And so, you know, we see mm-hmm. that play out with things outside of relationships, right? Anytime that your family says yeah. you're not mature enough for this, you are quite often go towards that thing harder. And so, again, this, yeah. you know, again, when this is an area of concern, I think the lesson learned is for the family as much as it feels crazy, but it's almost like hands off, <laughs> let it play out right. on its own. Right. But here's the flip side. Yes. So we've also seen it work from time to time. Yes. So, again, and maybe it's not as happy if it actually goes forward. Right. As long as it goes <laughs> forward. Maybe, you know, but then even, you know, I guess somebody hears my advice and be like, I listen to the Miss Dialogue talk show. My, you know, my son out there doing that, and I'm, I'm not going to say nothing. And they're going to be like, and if they son them get married, they be like, I shouldn't have listened to the Miss Dialogue. <laughs> 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 my my son is never just helpful. Listen to that damn Miss Dialogue show. <laughs> but at the end of the day, shouldn't a parent want them to be happy? If they do get married and, you know, 
that's because at the end of the day, they are an adult. And if they and they are happy, we want our children to be happy. And if a 30-year-old woman makes, makes a 20-year-old happy and they're happy, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't we just applaud that, you know, at the end of the day, you know? I'm trying hey, to fair that. enough. Right? Here's, the, here's the reality. Now, again, again, I think this conversation, dating does age matter. We have to talk about it, again, in the different gender perspective. It's only fair. It's only right. And so the reality is, as we mentioned earlier, that this is definitely usually flipped around, right, where obviously your scenario, again, decent, you know, decent age gap, 18 years. And I've, and I've done a couple. I've dated, not, again, I didn't get a gauge, but I've dated that age gap a couple of times and and honestly enjoyed it thoroughly. And I said, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, actually failed for one of the, um, one mm-hmm. kind of the same, almost like the same age gap as you and your past fiance. Mm-hmm. But not, again, we didn't get mm-hmm. that far in the scenario was one in which we couldn't, you know, couldn't but you move felt it deep. any further along. But I definitely, mm-hmm. I definitely could say I loved her. You know what I mean? Like I was, you know, honest about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we flip yeah. it around, Here's another reason that it's typically flipped around, I think, and we have to talk about this, is generally speaking, the reason that it's flipped around, just in general, in coming of age, the maturity level. Generally speaking, women, y'all mature much faster than men. So I think that is a natural, that's a natural reason why you see, in a sense, older men, and younger women from the standpoint that, and I've heard this dynamic throughout my life, you know, especially in, 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 in my 20s, but definitely remembering plenty of, in a sense, mature mid-20s ladies feeling like they don't have a lot in common with the, you know, the men that they like that were their age and then attempting to date, date them, they were just too damn immature. And then, you know, that is definitely right. a reality when it comes yeah. to does age matter. So I think that plays mm-hmm. a role in why we see that dynamic in today's time uh, more often than not, more often meaning men dating um, younger women. Mm-hmm. And let me say this before we go to the okay. top of the hour break. Um, I'm a part of this marriage group, and they recommend, highly recommend, that for those who are, you know, I moving to marriage, and again, that has to be a part of this discussion, they highly recommend mm-hmm. to the ladies in, in their group that almost as if to wait to men, and specifically black men, and that's now they're getting into the just the overall American experience that we have as you know African Americans in this country and what we go through, that they actually recommend that ladies wait until we as black men are 35, um, saying that Mm-hmm. That's when we are mature enough. We've had, in a sense, enough life experiences to, in a sense, take on our role um, in a marriage. And one thing I'll throw out, and then I'm pretty sure you'll want to explore this. And one thing that they even point out is, in in in, they almost consider it a risk to 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 date a younger black man from the from the perspective that the risk of uh, being immature, they feel like infidelity takes place more when that when that man has it mm-hmm. mature. Obviously, we know, you know yes. there are plenty of forty year old, fifty year old men that are you know uh, that cheat as yes. well. 
but they're just saying, if you know, mm-hmm. you have a lot more factors, but that's just one thing I wanted to bring to the and table this morning. Yeah. That they are saying yeah. at that immaturity level, that they're saying if you date, then based on their recommendation, if you date a, a yeah. man sooner than that, you're going to be more at risk just based you're gonna have on to deal his with that, immaturity yeah. level and, I have to and deal what with that, we yeah. go through in yeah. our American, American experience. So that's just a little recommendation, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that they have. So let's go to this quick top of the hour break. When we come back, I want to hear your thoughts, you know, on that recommendation from that group because, again, I think it's definitely worth exploring. we got a couple people on the line. If you want to join us this morning, please press 1. We definitely want to hear y'all thoughts this morning. If you're online, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, that number is 646-787-1691. And press 1 to let us know you want to speak. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways, every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. Talk show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, aka Black Socrates, along with special guest co host, Soul Scribe Queen. That, that, I listen to that love, can't define this from uh, one of amazing sponsors, Square Business Entertainment. And I'm listening to those words and I'm like, see, this was, this was Soul Scribe and her fiance. Hey, love can't <laughs> define this. God puts this together. <laughs> it, was you, it, was just, it, it was just you and your fiance against the world. You know what? Exactly. We was against me against Levi and Clyde. We was gonna make it happen. We were together in this thing. Yeah, that you make jokes now. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, 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 hey! You see, you see, I ain't told too much of my story, so I ain't gonna let you get me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take it on the story and, and split with all the jokes and send them all your way. Oh gosh, wow! But having this conversation is definitely healthy for me because it definitely makes me reflect on my decisions and you know the things that you know you need to take into account, you know, and to be accountable, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it's about decisions, you know, and you know, like you said before before the break, you know, with their recommendations of the age thirty-five, the only thing I'd have to say 
is women and men teach differently. So a man waiting until he's 35 to get married, he's almost 40 years old. You know, something to think about is that most women peak at 40. <laughs> so you have to think about, you know, intimacy. You know, you have to think about, you know, is that man going to be able to keep up with his spouse or is he just automatically going to date, you know, you know, someone who, you know, his age. You know, it's, it's, Oh, I know all about that. Matter of fact, let me let me let me interject this very quickly. I'm gonna tell you how much I know about it. So, so in my years of dating, I've in mm-hmm. a sense, never had a problem approaching ladies. And again, I again mm-hmm. I dated people my age or whatever, but definitely thoroughly enjoyed dating older women. So I wasn't in a sense a person again in approaching ladies. I wasn't the type of person that in a sense approached women with lines if that makes sense, you know, these kind of canned lines, mm-hmm. corny lines that, you know, some men <laughs> may have, you know, tried to use in the past. So I was never that guy. I was, you know, just kind of a natural conversationalist. But one thing that I mm-hmm. quite often said, especially in my early 20s, when in a sense when I would, I mean, you know, I mean to be honest, queen sisters, y'all just get finer with time. Like that that still ain't changed. That melody <laughs> be popping, you know what I mean? So, so let's, mm-hmm. let's put that mm-hmm. out there. So I would say in my early 20s, in a sense, and trying to reach out to a amazing 35-year-old, 34-year-old woman or whatever, y'all, I mean, I, get, I just get final with time. So I see a beautiful 35-year-old. In my mind, I, I, you know, me being 21 or uh, 22 is no different than, you know, me seeing a, a 24-year-old as far as I'm concerned. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to approach mm-hmm. her. And so, you know, again, I've got often, you know, obviously it didn't work all the time. I mean, you know, who nobody work, you know, nobody's approach works all the time, right? But what I will tell you, right. and why I wanted to interject when you were talking about the, the physical difference in peaking from a physical standpoint, something that I did say quite often, if once I got the conversation further along, in, in the sense that, you know, she's open to what this, you know, boy, you know, with her, I'm just a boy to her, right? What this boy is saying, you know what I mean? What this young man is saying. And so something that I would always mention, again, 20 years old, full of hormones, right, I would always mention that very thing. I would say to a 35, 36, 38-year-old woman, I would say, you're in your sexual peak and I'm in mine. Mm -hmm. Let's let's match Mm -hmm. peaks. And that would Mm -hmm. just blow their Mm -hmm. mind that this boy is talking about what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I, that's one thing that I consistently, mm-hmm. again, I didn't leave with that. But, but it's conversation true. Further mm-hmm. along, I would mention that, hey, mm-hmm. you know, let's match. And, you know, again, not mm-hmm. my mind was in the wrong place. You know what I mean? Just being <laughs> honest about it. It takes more. But sometimes yeah. it, 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 they were open to it, and it did play out that way. You know, here I am, you know, mm-hmm. hormone strong, and, and she's experienced this resurgence of you know, sexual mm-hmm. desire, you know, because that's what's right. happening, uh, you know, for yeah. her or whatever. And so from a physical standpoint, they love me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's better than what they're, you know, dealing with the, with guys their age. Yeah, absolutely. So oh, yeah. from a physical standpoint, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, from a physical mm-hmm. standpoint, oh, okay. it definitely makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from a mature standpoint, again, their recommendation. And here yeah. it is. I mean, if you're, I hear. Let's, let's let's be honest. Before we say he's 
damn near forty or whatever. I'm forty five, so I can't. I gotta stand up for for the when you say he's thirty five, <laughs> almost forty. I, you know, I can't just let that off the hook. Now let me get, let me jump back on that. Or <laughs> well, I just okay. let that off the. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm up here bragging about my twenty year old escapades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and oh. let me just say, you know, my forty five year old self, for the most part. A young man, you know, staying healthy and not having, in a sense, a hard life as a young man. At 35, there should be no real issues. I'm not saying it doesn't happen for people, but there shouldn't be any real issues. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. for I'm that 40. mature man. Oh. And I. <laughs> so you can tell me more <laughs> from experience. Right, I'll be quiet. But dating, you, so you can have met, the, you can have met the man just to keep up with your peak. Those men exist. You gotta keep up. <laughs> they they need to do, but I, I haven't met a lot, uh, and so yeah, it definitely makes me. I do prefer to date younger because the because like I said, you know, the match there intimately usually their older men are a lot more laid back and not as into it, you know, um, and. That's not my own priority because it takes a lot more to 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 love and to live, you know. But I, I haven't met a lot of guys, you know, my age who can keep up with me. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm sound like I'm bragging. But, but, you bragging, man. You bragging. But, no, um, but um, you know, it's it's a reality that you know you have to talk about. So maybe you know, maybe it's just the, the wrong people. It just depends on who it is. You know, it just depends on the person. You know, we I'm sure that you know, well, you know like I said, I got to stand up world. for the 45 club. <laughs> I got to stand up for the 45 year old club, and I'm definitely gonna say you're just meeting the wrong guys. Like I got to stand up. Okay. Got okay, no okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, okay. That's exactly what it is. I got you. you know what I mean? I need to get out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, Look at exactly. Look these toys are us. So that's what we need to call in for. If anybody's out there listening, we need, how about this, we need the 35-year-old, 45-year-old women to call in, 50-year-old women to call in and see if it's across the board that they're having trouble with men their age that can keep up from a physical standpoint because, again, um, this marriage group, which I'm a fan of, and I'm learning a lot from, learning, in a sense, all of, you know, a lot of things that I've never heard, um, you know, from a personal standpoint, myself wanting to be married. You know, people ask me, 45, no kids, not married, what's wrong with you? So, you know, hearing those, you know, that, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, not all the time, but from time to time, um, you know, having yeah. to figure this out. Um, I like the recommendation, not because I'm older, I just think when it comes to, the African-American experience. And, and, when I, and what I'm talking about, bringing in the factors of other things that um, our community has to contend with, I would offer that there are levels of dysfunction that that we have that we have to contend with, that we almost have to mature in how we handle those things. I'm talking about in our own personal lives that make relationships difficult for our community. So I like the recommendation generalizing the idea that ladies mature faster. Again, and this, this is, I'm saying I like the mm-hmm. idea of being a man who usually done it most of, you know, for the majority of my life, I've did it the other way around, but I see benefits from a 
community standpoint of, I'll say this, a mature man getting the idea or getting the type focus that is necessary mm-hmm. to sustain a yeah. family. Because as, mm-hmm. as you, as you yeah. mentioned, there are a lot other factors above and beyond this. I know obviously we're mm-hmm. talking about the physical aspects, but it's mm-hmm. the other and things leadership. that yeah, I would leadership. say matter more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that matter more yeah. when you move this from a dating yeah. to marriage standpoint. So from that standpoint, right. I am a fan of that yeah. recommendation and can admit that had I, you know, I, I remember in my 25, I had a sister that I well, we didn't we didn't actually get far enough dating into the extent that uh, you know to the extent that we could get you know married or anything like that. But I definitely you know had we explored and dated further, I definitely saw her as someone that I that I could have married. Um, but I think now that I'm older and hear this advice on and again they're just saying here's the recommendation and here's why. I think that is a very fair recommendation um, for our community. Like they'll you know they even give more details. You know, saying, "Hey, wait until the man is 35," and they're making this recommendation to, mm-hmm. in a sense, who are in their mid 20s. So I think, in a sense, just right. that number, you're talking about maybe like a 10 year range. In sense, I don't think they're locked in on the range per se, uh, and and I think I think yeah. we agree that for the most part, once people get to a certain age, a 10 year range is not even frowned upon. But they again right. are highly recommending that the man be the 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 older one, again, you know, I mean, as a matter of fact, you being at, what does that sound like for you? And, and well, it sound like in general, I should say, and then I guess for you at 40, how does that sound, you know, at 40? Because I think that may be two different trains of thoughts. Any, any, any thoughts? Not one for a man being 35? Well, like I said, that's that kind of their recommendation, a 10-year I mean, I'm just using the word a ten year uh, range. Oh, ten year old age range. Like a ten year yeah, range, a man being yeah. older. But how do you look at it for yourself? Yeah. As well. Both, both. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but you know, the dangers in that is, is that if you're being, if you're looking for marriage at 35, you got to think black, you know, not black women, but just women. Period. You know, their eggs are decreasing. At 35, you know, 40. It's the range where a lot of people are, you know, women, their their eggs are just decreasing over time. And the closer you get to 40, you know, of course, some of us don't have, you know, issues with that. Our eggs are still fine. We're still able to have, I'm still able to have kids at 40, 41. So, but you have to consider that. It's like, what if you date someone your age or someone that's a little older than you and she's close to 40 years old and you're looking at marriage and now you got to worry about the fact, well, are you going to be able to bear my children and that kind of thing, so. Um, but I think ten, I think ten years is a safe age range because I think any greater than that, then it's just too many different generational differences um, and responsibilities that you have to factor in um, accomplishments, you know, insecurities, and you know, um, like I said, and, and then the, the, the marriage group that you're in, you know, being a younger man and infidelity, I totally agree with that. You know, that was a factor in my 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 relationship with my ex fiance. You know, having to deal with that. Um, the maturity level's not there. You know, he he didn't understand why he was doing some of the things he was doing. Matter of fact, he, he sounded like Shaggy. It wasn't me. Like, I don't know who that person was. I don't, you know, like, yeah, it was clearly you. You know, but he's like, it wasn't, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, but, yes, it was. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so he, was, he was so immature, he didn't even know how to lie good. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I just don't understand why I did that. I don't know. That was not me. I was somebody else, you know. And, you know, but that's just because he was so young and he was still trying to, 
learn who he was and experience life and, you know, hormones and, you know, just, you know, at that age, they're just, you know, as they say, trying to sow their, sow their you know, what, what old food or whatever they say. Um, and they, wild you know, they have yeah, more desires at that age. And, um, you know, to expect someone who's that young in their 20s to be real, you know, um, might be unrealistic. Uh, you know, his mother told me I was delusional. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not a delusional. But <laughs> clearly. Um, you see, you, you, know, you, so you, you tell you tell me, I'll tell you how that last sounded. That last sounded like, you like, damn, she was right. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> right, when I heard you laugh, that's what I heard in your laugh. <laughs> hey, we're going to forget the break real quick. Let's go to another break when we come back. Uh, let's go, we'll come back because you brought up something that we need to talk uh, about, and it's that biological clock. Okay. I think that's an aspect of this more discussion, yes. so we definitely have to get into that. Listen to the Mr. Biological okay. Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. We'll be right back. If you're looking to purchase or sell a home in Atlanta's competitive real estate market, there's only one real estate agent we call on, Ephraim Abdullah. Not only is he honest and straightforward, but he has a proven, repeatable strategy that consistently gets his clients the homes they wanted versus their second or third choice. What's Elfram's secret? His virtual on-the-spot offer moves his clients to the front of the line for purchases and for sales. His no-nonsense approach gets your home sold and off the market. For a results-oriented real estate experience, contact Elfram Abdullah, a licensed agent powered by EXP Realty at 770-800-7922. Again, that number is 770-800-7922. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host, Soul Scribe. If you are in the Atlanta area looking to purchase or sell a home, highly recommend Ephraim Abdullah. Contact him or contact me as well. We'll get you connected to a reliable real estate agent for those who may have had, uh, you know, a bad experience. He will take care of you. This morning's discussion question, dating, does age matter? And you mentioned before the break, Scrub, the idea of, um, you know, again, this, this marriage group recommended that for African-American men, partly due to our experience uh, in, in, in maturing to the stage of getting, in a sense, the kind of focus that is necessary to, in a sense, endure in a good way and get through and secure a legacy within a marriage situation, they recommend that, again, that men 35, from a personal standpoint, you know, again, we kind of talked about, we felt like, you know, 10-year difference would be okay, but anything above that, you know, you can kind of see it as an issue. Well, here's my reality um, at 45, wanting to be married, making that very clear. You know, 10 years, you know, sounds absolutely great. Definitely would love to explore it. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the show and kept alluding to the fact that when I was younger, I thoroughly enjoyed dating older women, uh, you know, kind of throughout my lifetime. I, I, my, I think my most serious situation age gap was maybe, let if I can remember. I think she was 39. It was, I think it was like right at 10 years, if I remember correctly. I may have maybe nine or eight years, but I think maybe 10 years or whatever. And I remember that sister 
you know, we had gotten serious or whatever, but I remember her saying early on as we were getting serious that for her, she and at the time she hadn't dated anyone, you know, in a sense, 10 years or junior. And so at the time, something that she brought up very early on that, one, you know, after she had gotten over her surprise of being willing to date, because she, had she hadn't, hadn't done that before. So after her, you know, so getting over that and saying, okay, this guy's mature enough, and, you know, we kind of, in a sense, fell for each other. She made it known early on that not only had, you know, she she still, you know, blown away by the fact that she was willing to date someone at my age, but she had a, mm-hmm. a teenage daughter who was about to um, graduate high school. So she's also had locked in her mind that, hey, I'm about to be an empty nester a year from now, and, you know, here comes this, Young man that I, you know, obviously she was, we were willing to, she was willing to get serious with, but she made it known real quick mm-hmm. that hey, if we're moving forward, you also need to consider we, we if we're gonna move forward, we need to move quick in the sense that I wanna if I, mm-hmm. I had not planned to have any more children, that was kind of where I was locked right. at, and then you come along, right? So you need to make it real mm-hmm. clear that if this is something you want, we don't have the timeline that you may right. casually want at your age, considering that I know for, mm-hmm. you know, it was, you know, this is what she was saying to me. I know that past 40, I don't want to have children. So I do know that. So she was basically putting me on notice at the time to say, yeah. Hey, if we're going to move forward, your window short based on, you know, my willingness, she said not, you know, again, I'm kind of just repeat this because she was just so adamant about it. The idea that she had yeah. said, I was done with children and I'm even shocked mm-hmm. that, being mm-hmm. in your situation with you opened me up to the possibility that there is a timeline. Right. So that's, you know, when it's right. flipped, that becomes an issue as well. Go ahead, Queen. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's the same experience I have with my fiance. We definitely had that conversation. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm 41. You know, you don't have any kids. You know, um, I hadn't really thought about this. You know, I have two kids. I'm happy with the kids I have. But that's definitely a reality that you have, a conversation that you have to have because you can lose your chances, you know, and, and, and most men want children. And so um, that's, a, that's an, a mature conversation that has, has to happen, you know, just has to happen. So. Yeah, absolutely. Now at 45, having to turn this around, again, I think I mentioned earlier in the show, that at 35 it was the first time in my mind that I had to flip this mindset around again, just enjoying for what I consider mature women or whatever. That's just what I usually enjoy. And, you know, most of my yeah. serious situations, you know, the, the woman in a sense typically was older for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. And at 35 in Atlanta, I was like, man, I got to try to figure this out. I got to flip this around. And I will tell you, Queen, mm-hmm. it was extremely difficult when mm-hmm. to, to yeah. in a sense, start trying to date and I'm talking about this, this, this 10 years ago at 35, 36, trying to, in a sense, yeah. I, you know, I would say, again, I wasn't just focused on just women in their mid-20s. I mean, you know what I mean? So, so I'm not saying I went 10 years mm-hmm. on purpose, but I became more open <laughs> to the possibility. And so a mm-hmm. couple times at, at that age when I dabbled into it, it was like a complete disaster to the extent that I was like, I don't think I can date much younger than me. Like, I don't know how yeah, I'm going to me. do this. Oh wow! Because I mean, it was because you know because I mean I'm saying throughout my life I had friends go through kind of like all these type of drama with their friends or you know people that they dated I really hadn't experienced that. Yeah. Partly due to I think dating older. older women. 
Right. But yeah. when I flipped it around, there was other were, factors. You were mature, too, though. You were mature and, and on that level, though. So you, you probably were more advanced than most people your age. So... Yeah, I would like to think to so. I would like to think so. Yeah, it, it served me well then, but at 45 with no children, it was like, man, I really messed this up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you know, just keeping it 100. I, you know, I, I want to be a little no, more, you so. know, candid that messed this up, but I'm just, but what I, what I am saying is you're, you're right mm-hmm. on how I was able to do it when I was younger, but what I am saying is the concept of flipping it around was very difficult for me because there. What I found, again, this is probably who I was picking. I'll take that. But, in, you know, who I chose mm-hmm. to try to move, you know, kind of move along with the younger situation, there were, it, it seemed to be, you know, more drama now at 45. And, again, I think women do mature, um, you know, much faster. So I'm open to, I guess, the flip of what I had always done. And when I say always done, meaning mm-hmm. I definitely did not have an issue with a 10-year difference, a 15-year difference. And a couple of times, you know, like kind of closer to your range, I definitely, you know, dabbled and I was okay with it. I'm blown away. But it's partly due to, you know, my age. I don't, you know, I don't have the biological clock that a woman has, you know, in that sense. But if I do, you know, I do want to be married, do do, in a sense, if I still have that desire for kids, mm-hmm. I, it definitely, in a sense, forces me to look younger, even though I relate mm-hmm. probably to, you know, sisters in my age range mm-hmm. much, much more based yeah. on my history. Any thoughts on what the heck I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do? Well, a lot of, you know what, it's, it's funny you say that. A lot of women my age are still able to have children so and are interested in having children, especially if they've never had children. A lot of the women that I know my age who do have children who are more have you know, either tie their shoes or just shut down shop, you know. But I think when, in Atlanta, because the numbers are so great, I think you really still have a great chance if you date women your age, you know, or older. Maybe not too old because, you know, you don't want someone in their 50s, you know, trying. But, you know, there's so many, there's still so many options available to you if you date someone around your age, maybe not 10 years younger, but, you know, a couple of years, two to three years. I think it's still a state age range, to be honest, you know, because just because you're 40 doesn't mean you can't have children. And I have a two-year-old, you know, and, you know, and it, it's still very possible. I think you just have to get that, you get that negative thought out of your head and just realize that there's a whole vast number of women in Atlanta looking for a serious committed relationship. You know, um, I think me and might have been talking recently, and there's a, I, I saw a post on Facebook of, well, women are freezing their eggs in Atlanta because... <laughs> You know, they're getting older and they're not finding mature men who are ready to settle down and have children and have families. And so they're freezing their eggs, you know, and they're trying to make sure that that option is still available to them. You know, these women are thinking ahead, especially these successful career women, you know, who are here. And, you know, they're not letting their options just go to the garbage, you know. So, you know, I, I think you're I think you're okay. I think you might just need to consider the age range. And, you know, the, because you connect, you know, with older women, you know, stay within your a, a circle of, like, two to three years, you know, age radius, and not too great of a difference. Because then I think that's when you might find the trouble with conversation and connecting and maturity levels, you know, to, you know, consistent with you. So, yeah. But I, I know lots of women my age who are looking for serious relationships. They can still or have, don't have any children, you know, and want to. 
So that makes sense, but I'll throw this out as well. You know, unlike these other men that you were having trouble with, since I still have it, um, I can <laughs> I can open up my range. I can open up my range to you know what I mean? Because what happens is I, I had to flip this at thirty five. So I've gotten better at dating younger. But it, I'm just telling you, it was very, very difficult in my early 30s. I remember the last time I had a, a – I've only moved in, for example, I've only lived with the woman once, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, never – whatever. In that time, we had to have that conversation because she was 42, couldn't have children, and that was – I think I was 38 mm-hmm. at the time, if I remember, or whatever. So that was the hard – you know, the hard conversation, like – you know, are you, you know, mm-hmm. this is something that you really want to move forward, you know, from? And I will say, in that scenario, she ended up being, at least in my, you know, I, I, you all obviously only getting my end of the story, right? If she was on the phone, she might say something different. But she ended up being very immature, in my opinion, at the end of the day. So, in a sense, that mm-hmm. just makes me say that, in a sense, the age doesn't matter from that standpoint. And I definitely mm-hmm. have found, you know, sisters in this early 30s, even late 20s, who who now have the maturity that I remember, in a sense, having when I was dating, you know, 15 years my senior, yeah. you know, in my late 20s yeah. and things of that nature, because I definitely did that. And so I, I will say, yeah. and I, you know, I almost have no choice but to say from the standpoint that, you know what I mean, that I know that if I want to have children, that the pool obviously gets greater, in a sense, the younger that I look, you know, you know, the, yeah. the more, uh, more open, I should say, the more open I am to dating younger, that the pool gets greater mm-hmm. in, in, in that part, not even being a concern, because I do agree with you that mm-hmm. while they're, you know, when you're doing the things that you're talking about, it's still, you know, it's definitely in the back of the back of the mind when it's, you know, if I do, yeah. again, she's at my level, but do she, does she want to have children, that becomes a factor. So it's almost like you could be compatible on all these things, but if you're getting married for legacy purposes, and that ends up being an issue. Yeah. Then it's almost like mm-hmm. you know very compatible, but you can't have a legacy, and so that definitely you know right. is, is a factor. So it's forced me to open up my pool. But again, I am impressed with sisters who I do believe again quite often have long time carried a, a level of maturity that a you know that a twenty eight year old man just won't have. I definitely or you know a twenty you know twenty a thirty year old man. You know, again, they're getting, you know, we're getting better not to down them. I'm not doing that. But I'm just saying the reality is, yeah. um, you know, I think yeah. life, y'all naturally mature faster, and sometimes life forces y'all to mature faster, whatever your life experiences are. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely am starting mm-hmm. to, again, you know, just kind of repeat myself and say I'm open to a larger, you know, a larger range. But that is definitely something that's, you know, new for myself. All right, I've talked to the break, so we'll go to another quick break when we come back. All right. Get some more thoughts on dating. Does age matter? We have some calls on the line. I guess they just enjoy what we had to say. They didn't want to get in this morning. If you're online and want to get in with us, please give us a call at 646-787-1691 and press 1 and give us your three cents on this morning's discussion question. Dating does age matter. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. Square Business Entertainment brings you their latest hit, I Really Want You, by Taylor Pace. Take a listen. 
wanna do something. I know that I know that I can do If you're loving this as much as I am, be sure to go to their YouTube page and subscribe. Search for Square Business Entertainment. They are also rewarding their fans with a new release every 30 days. Here's another one by Taylor Pace. Love can't define this. Love can define this. Can capture all your sweetness and your kindness. Love can define this. We're crippled and love would only blind us. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Soccer Team, along with co-host Soul Squad. Thank you, Queen, again, for being with us for this morning's discussion question. Dating, does age matter? I don't know if I'm going to ever be able to hear that song again and not think of you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, it's so, the humor continues. <laughs> wow, I'm that's amazing, saying, you know, when you... <laughs> When you're in love and you think you're in love, you you can be so blinded by so many things. Ah, uh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's um. Let me let me ask you: Can you put yourself back into your in your you know early twenties uh, again? You know what you know, right. know what um, you know in a sense. Did you run into again? It's a factor that I recall and seeing with a lot of sisters at that age. Did you run into that frustrating of realizing, you know, the, you know, I like this guy, but he's, he's just immature. Did you did you do you recall that mm-hmm. you know in your time again? And, and let, yeah, let me let me let me just stop there, and I have another question for you after that. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I wouldn't say I would say maybe I dated some guys in high school that were around my age, but yeah, I didn't really connect with them as much. Um, I did date older guys. Ironically, I dated, when I was in high school, I dated people who were not in school, who were, you know, had graduated high school, were adults. Um, because, like you said, it's always been acceptable, and I'm from a small country town in Alabama, and, you know, people didn't really frown upon it. I mean, I, no one ever said anything to me about dating older. Um, um, even though I wasn't experienced intimately, I, you know, until I was in college, you know, it was never a problem for me. To and that, yeah, that's what I'm asking guys. about. Like in your 20s, do you? Yeah, what do you? What do you recall yeah. with the guys in your 20s? Yeah. You know, in, in your 20s. That, yeah, I did yeah, find like, that most of the guys dating, my age dating, were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I didn't connect as, as much with guys my age because I felt like they just weren't on my level. Mature, you know, they weren't as mature as me. Uh, you know, I was very focused and serious in my 20s, <laughs> you know, um, even in college, you know, I was like, go to class on time, I was at the newspaper room, like, I was, like, so focused, you know, and then you had these guys at the college who were, you know, hanging out and playing, and I just, you know, I just didn't, they just didn't intrigue me, you know, their conversations were not very in-depth, I wasn't learning anything new from them, you know, and so um, I, I have to agree with you. I definitely agree with you that the mature level that that is it's a huge um, difference. Um, I won't say it was always the case. I mean, there were guys my age I did connect with from time to time, but I, I, I don't know. When I was younger, I always liked dating older guys, <laughs> older guys. <laughs> you know, now that yeah, I'm, so you, you know, so like you said, it was accepted. So, so today, like mm-hmm. I, you know, I admitted mine was yeah. seventeen to twenty-four. So. It, 
so how what was your biggest range when you were young, if you remember? Do you recall what your when biggest I was range younger, was? Yeah, I, was, I think, I, think I was I think I was seventeen and I was dating a guy who was like I was like about twenty twenty four, twenty five, something like that. And he went to our church. Okay, same about the same range. <laughs> he went yeah, to your church? Yes. So yeah. did y'all openly date at the church? Like, just to, you know, to get a perspective, did y'all openly, did everybody know y'all were dating? Yeah, we openly dated. Yeah, we people would see us. I'd be on the back of his motorcycle. Like, you know, it was no secret. We'd come to my house, you know, my grandmother knew him, everybody. It was, it was fine. Nobody ever said anything. It was okay. I, and the thing is, it was okay. And unfortunately, I didn't realize there was anything wrong with it. I realize now that there was. <laughs> um, okay, so in retrospect, no. that wasn't a good thing, mm-hmm. and, and, and with more strength, more maturity. Mhm. Now, yeah, I definitely would say and that. You know, I don't think it was okay, and I feel like you know, I do feel like my family should have said something, um, on my behalf. Um, I don't feel like I should have been able to make that decision at that age. So, yeah. Yeah, so that gets back into what we were, you know, talking about earlier this morning. You know what I mean? That gets back into, Mm -hmm. you know, how something like that is looked at in today's time because these things are, you know, Mm -hmm. coming under a lot of scrutiny. And, again, I'm not to say who, you know, who's wrong or who's right again, but I do think, you you know, you said in retrospect, you say, hey, I don't know if that's okay. And that's how it's starting to be looked at today. You know what I mean? For someone who has left college be lurking around trying to find some juniors and seniors in high school <laughs> Yeah, is not A-OK yeah. no more. Because I definitely remember, you know, in the South, you know, just a couple people that did that. You know what I mean? They were seniors. Right. You know, juniors who, you know, in, you know, in a small town, that news spread. So it was almost like you knew that they were dating someone, you know, just kind of, you know, kind of like an adult per se. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. as a high schooler, you think you're an adult. You know what I mean? Like in your mind, you know, right. and that's, that's, a, that's a consistent <laughs> fight with, you know, you and your family that, hey, I'm just as mature, I'm right. grown, I can do it, you know, do whatever. So we definitely oh, yeah. do that. But it definitely would be known right. any time it was done. But for the most part, some people, the whispers would be, oh, they kind of like, you know, your situation, for example, you know, in my town, there would be some people whispering, like, is that okay? Are, are, are their family okay? Oh, no, he picks he picks her up and puts her on the bike. He goes over there and gets her. Like, I can see right. him. <laughs> right. Right. For the families yeah. who would have had a problem. Like you say, now in retrospect, you feel like your family should have not been okay with it. But I guarantee mm-hmm. in a small town or southern town in Alabama, there were plenty of other yeah. friends of your family looking at your parents like, what in the world were they about? <laughs> Maybe. I never heard anything. I never felt that it was an issue or a problem in any way um, at the church, at, in the community. Um, but, it's, you know, I, you know, it's just different. It's different, especially in a small town, you know. <laughs> so, right. so when you, you say, know, you I feel just, like when you say it should have said something, what makes you say that now? Anybody on the phone line, if you want to get in, please press 1 to let us know you want to speak. We've got some callers out there on the line. Make sure you press 1 to let us know you want to speak. But in retrospect, what do you think was wrong with it now in retrospect? Well, because I was inexperienced. Um, I was inexperienced. I, um, you know, I hadn't been intimate with anyone, like, you know, as far as far sex. I was, you know, still very innocent and young, and, you know, I 
feel like on my behalf, my family should have, you know, been able to say, hey, you know, you're an adult, she's not, you know, and, and I just, the way I feel now, I didn't feel that way then, you know, no one has ever said it was a problem, no one's ever even brought it up, but I remember dating this guy, from, you know, you know, and I think, wow, no one said anything, you know, I was 17, and I might have been 16, but I was, you know, um, I think when you're inexperienced like that, that that is your family's responsibility, especially underage, to make sure that you're dating, you know, people, people who are age, not, you know, not adults. And that's just the way I feel about it now. I would, I would not be okay with my children, you know, in high school dating someone who, you know, graduated or in college. It would, it, I, I would, I would not. I would say, you know, that you, the statutory rape comes into fact. You know, the, the, it's just to me it's predatory now because it's like they're still in high school. They're still trying to get their high school, trying to graduate. They still have to go to college or do whatever they're gonna do with their life, and here you are coming, and, you know, it's just, it's just to me now, it's not acceptable. Um, and I do feel like, you know, so but I'm not, I'm not mad at right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, we're not saying that, you know, from that standpoint, but what I, you know, I mean, this is being honest, again, it has been accepted for a long time in our community. Um, here's the question that's in my mind when you say not experienced uh, for the 24 four-year-old man that you male or whatever that you were dating, um, I'm pretty sure, you know, he's not picking you up on the bike, not pushing you to become experienced, uh, if, if you know what I mean. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, you recall, you know, in, in that sense, you know, this, again, you know, to the assumption is he's not a 24, uh, inexperienced 24-year-old, 24-year-old man. So, you know, can you recall that part? But I'm sorry, your question is, is can I recall? I'm just sorry. Yeah, I'm just, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, if I understood you when you were saying, you know, you're 17, inexperienced, and I'm saying that a 24-year-old right. man in dating a younger 17, you know, 16, 17, whatever you may have been, again, I, I agree. I don't know how appropriate that is. And, again, we've constantly said on this show that, you know, we have to think about what we allow in our community, and I don't know that it's completely disallowed from a black community standpoint, even to right. this day, even though it may be frowned upon under today's environment. I don't know that we truly disallow it. But what I am saying candidly is, you know, I didn't do that when I was two. I always kind of like say I loved older. Uh, I remember even in in college, we used to say when we were, when we were in college, me and my friends, we would say, we would go as high as a as two touchdowns above, which is fourteen year old older, and no lower than a field goal. You know, if she was if she was less than three years younger, we wouldn't consider it. Like we used to say that, I used to literally say that with my with my college friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, let me so the, mm-hmm. but candidly, candidly, at that point in my life, had I went younger, had I been one of those guys, you know, I'm wanting to have sex because that's on my mind, and so I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Uh, you know what? How did that even factor into you dating this 24-year-old year that's picking you up on a, um, you know, you know, on a motorcycle? Not to get into your quote-unquote sex life, but again, that becomes a yeah. heavy factor. That 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 is an absolute yeah. assumption that if a young lady is dating a a, a, a college grad or a college person, right. then that's definitely on the table. It should be assumed to be on the mm-hmm. table no matter what. Any thoughts about yeah. that? Yeah. 
and that's and that's crazy that you said that because I was a virgin when I was dating him, and I, I, like I was said, I wasn't until I got in college. So, um, it, but it was something that came up in the relationship that I started to feel, you know, somewhat pressure. But I was very much still a church girl at that age, and I did not believe in fornication. <laughs> I did not believe in. So, sex, so he. So um, how long did y'all date? Because I'm thinking this was short lived for a 24 year old man. <laughs> I would assume that would be a short-lived yes. situation. I might be wrong. Yeah, we, we so I'm just about. saying, I'm shocked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we probably did. You know, we, 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 we go, I think y'all would have made it. Let me, get, let, me, let me guess. Let me guess. Y'all made it for about two weeks? <laughs> well, he was one of the ministers at our church. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. It was a very, very weird situation. But we dated maybe six months or so. Um, not, it wasn't within years or anything like that. But that situation was, he was military and ended up, find, ended up uh, finding out a lot more things about him. And he had a whole family and kids in another state. But, yeah, so, you know, I I definitely felt the pressure It's always the pastor's son. Was, it's always the pastor's son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, got a whole so bunch of extra stuff going on. Extra stuff going on. You know, his wife called my grandmother's house, you know, one day. So we won't get into that, but. Um, oh wow! I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. He said, "I'm so with it. He, he's he, picking up a seventeen-year-old on, on the motorcycle. He, well, he was military, he, so he was stationed. Yeah, he was stationed at, at a at a base near my hometown, small town. His wife was like states away. His family, you know, so he was living a double life. You know, as you know, someone else. Wow. You know, we didn't we didn't know who this guy was. He didn't grow up in my hometown. You know, he was there doing the church. You know, and um, you know, it was just one of those situations. And then in the middle of the night, his wife his wife called and said, "Hey, I'm his wife. We have two kids." You know, <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm in high school." Oh wow! <laughs> so we got a whole other show now. You you ain't tell me this. We could have been talking about this for two hours. <laughs> we oh, have to get God. some break, Queen. Let me uh, let me go ahead and go to this last break, and we gonna hear a little more about okay. this the situation that your that your family. You know, I don't know now. Look at your family kind of sideways. They ain't say nothing. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Listen to the Mister Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think we'll be right back. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways, every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. Hey, where did you get that hat and t-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit, and what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Or how about this one? Excuses made zero dollars an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? 
Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. And everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk, talk. They still know it's me. Because I look like money. Smell like money. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Soul Scribe. If you have a product or service you want to get out to the most intelligent audience in all of radio, we got a couple people on the line. If you want to give us your three cents on this morning discussion, please press 1. If you're on the line, the number again is 646-787-1691. It's my co-host, Soul Scribe, just spilled the tea <laughs> on, her, on her age difference. Again, we started out talking about, you know, the different dynamics of uh, how age difference is looked at when someone's a teenager versus in their 20s. And, of course, that stigma goes away less and less, in a sense, as we get older. But there's definitely different dynamics to it based on genders. But, you know, back to your personal situation, double life. Oh, my God. Pastor's son, <laughs> 24-year-old, riding around, uh, the hot, beautiful 17-year-old on the, on the back of the thing, you know. <laughs> I like say just hot in looks because, as you said, you were not experienced, and somehow for six months you were able to avoid, I would assume, his full out advances. Mm-hmm. Because now it, it, you just brought a whole other factor into it. You got the factor of, you know, this is a man with a wife and two kids, so he's absolutely trying to court you to do more than just hang out with you. So I, I would assume, yeah. as you said, as a military member, I would assume part of the six months was it was a when he was there type situation, not a consistent six-month situation, because had it been that, that he found out, you know, hey, ain't nothing popping down there. He, he, he the guy really right. quick, but it was a situation where he's like, hey, let me let me see if I can trick this young, beautiful queen into him. He probably wasn't mm-hmm. thinking that way, into, I guess, what mm-hmm. he wanted. So what, in a sense, let me just even ask this and we'll get off of it. But what was the pressure like? Because now it sounds like it was, it was even more pressure considering his own you know, all desires, you know, why is he even being yeah. that immature and flossing you in his town, maybe, you know, his town acting as if he's a single, you know, I'm tripping, oh, you know, I'm, let me just stop there. Yeah, like, what was that pressure like once you, this gets discovered? I mean, once, once what was discovered? Well, I was just saying, like, the pressure of, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can say, oh, I shouldn't have said it that way. What I'm saying is just the pressure of, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's pressing you into more than just hanging out. But I guess you being yeah. a church girl and him, he, like I said, he was attending mm-hmm. your church for what you told me. I right. guess he's playing it mm-hmm. like, he's trying to play it like, you know, let's move. You know, how is he playing that situation? Because now you're telling me there's a lot more well, to it than just you know, y'all both being church going people trying to move forward into a real, a real relationship. Yeah, I, I guess I wasn't sure what we were doing at that age. All I know is this older guy is giving me some attention. You know, my, I live with my grandmother. You know, my grandmother was raising me, but my grandmother was always working and tired and doing her thing, trying to take care of me. And so I pretty much was at the age where she was like, okay, just don't bring the baby home, be responsible. You know, grandma's got to do it. She's got to do to take care of you. So um, I pretty much, you know, I guess I would say left the time to make my own decisions, you know, and, you know, the pressure, you know, it was definitely, you know, kisses here and there. And, you know, it was just like, you know, any pressure you would get when you're a young girl, you know, and there's a guy trying to, you know, talk to you or, you know, get more from you. It's uncomfortable. 
And, you know, I think I, you know, just made it clear, like, hey, I'm not having sex till I get married. I mean, our truth is like the Bible says, <laughs> you know, of course, my thoughts have changed now, but, you know, back then, of course, I was like, no, no, I was like, there's no way that's a sin. I'm not, you know, going to hell for you, you know. Um, <laughs> I was, you know, adamant about it. You know, I was not having sex with anyone. I was so afraid of getting pregnant. I was like, I don't want to be, you know, like my mom having a baby as a teenager, you know, having children as a teenager. Like a lot of people having babies at a young age. And so sex was a very scary thing for me, and I wanted a better life for myself. And so I was always, you know, able to avoid advances from guys when it came to that. You know, it was never uncomfortable. You know, of course, you're young, your hormones are raising, you've got to make a decision. And you feel pressure, like anybody would feel pressure who doesn't, you know, necessarily, once they didn't want to, but just was afraid to, you know, but also still had those desires like any other person, you know, at that age. And, you know, I mean, it's um, mm-hmm. it's just about decisions, I guess. You know, I just was not, it was something that, because of my religious belief, I was able to hold on to um, and make clear to people, mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> It's wrong. It's wrong. So here's an here's interesting dynamic as I listen to you. Here's an interesting dynamic. And, again, I'm kind of going back to the last hour here. And I just want to – and, again, I think this is a beautiful nuance to explore on does age matter. So, like you said, in retrospect, I feel like your family should have stuck, you know, stepped in. And clearly his scenario was a, a crazy one, of course. You know what I mean? He's stepping outside of his marriage with a, you know, a young – but no one knew he was married in our in our town. We didn't know this man. You know, he didn't grow up. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know they're not. I know they're not aware of it. I understand that. I'm just talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about the, the you. You're, I'm talking about when you were suggesting that you, in retrospect, they should have stepped in, not because they knew he was married. Yeah. You're just talking about just strictly because of the yeah. age difference. And I'm saying, and I'm just kind of adding Absolutely. that. Almost like, damn right, they should have stepped in because come to find out, this guy was doing that. You know, not they knew that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not right. saying from the standpoint right. they were aware of the marriage. You were just saying, yeah. I, I'm agreeing yeah. that there was a concept of him stepping in. But I want to bring to mm-hmm. your attention, and again, this is getting into the nuance of this conversation, that at the beginning of this conversation, think about this. I want, to, I want you to think about this. That if we add two years, because you remember we started talking about the Beyonce Jay Z difference. Mm-hmm. So at 19, right. the wow. beginning, you said you were good with it. So I want to know, now that mm-hmm. we're talking about this, you say in retrospect, you did it, but in retrospect, you feel like family should have stepped in. Are we, are we really saying that a couple of years makes that a different scenario? You see, you see what I'm saying? That we mm-hmm. thought about 19 right, and 31. Right. You was like, oh, that's okay. Right. You know, I would let my, you know, I said, with your child, though, you're like, yep. You know, I will give her the pros and cons, but I'll be okay with it. And I don't know that two years makes that big a difference in the scenario now that you're saying. Right. And this is not to point you out. Mm-hmm. This is how I how I, I'm, I think what, what I'm pointing out is something that our whole community has not figured out, what we think is okay right. versus what we don't think is, think is okay. Do you see what I'm saying? That right. two years is, right, I are you really cool with it just two years later? I think about that. Well, you know, this, I'm just kind you of have to think about the their environments, though. Mm-hmm. And you have to think about the environments and the playing level, you know, because they were kind of almost, I would say, in the same industry, experienced a lot of the same things. Beyonce was focused on her music career for a very long time. 
you know, I would say, you know, sometimes you have to think about, I think if you're more compatible and it's easier if you are in the same environment and experiencing a lot of the same things. Beyonce's been working on her music career since she was a child. And and, and so Jay-Z's been working on his for a very long time as well. And they're both in the industry and they've got these similarities. You know, so I think sometimes, you know, they both, they're both making money, you know, I'm challenging you not mm-hmm. necessarily on the Beyonce, Jay-Z perspective because everything you're saying mm-hmm. makes sense. I'm actually challenging you when mm-hmm. you thought about it and we moved it outside of them. You were right. like, yeah, my 19-year-old son or daughter, I would be okay. So I'm not even talking about their scenario, yeah. which is very different, you know what I'm saying, but just two yeah. years later when you think about what you're saying yeah. now, yeah. it's just two hmm. years of maturity. Not really you're saying, hey, I would be okay. Yeah, two years is not a lie. Yeah, yeah, you, I see what you're saying. It's a you not a big difference. Um, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's and not again, a, I'm not saying what you're I'm not calling calling you wrong. I'm saying that our yeah. community struggles with this, that, you know, yeah. as we peel this back for this entire show, yeah. we started out talking about a 12-year difference, 19 to 31. You're like, right. yeah, you know, I, you know I would be okay with it. And then you say, well, dang, my family yeah. should have stepped in when I had a seven-year difference. And I'm like, well, dang, just two more years. Now you can just, you know, right. it's just, it's just, it ain't, it ain't as I simple see, as see. we make it out to be. That's it's just it's not kind of a, my point. Yeah, right. I, I agree. You make a very good point. Very good point. And uh, hmm, something to think about is that's very true that you, you noticed that and pointed that out. But I guess I, I, I just think I think I'm thinking in a legal sense. I'm not really thinking emotionally. You know you know, emotionally and, and mentally. You know, I'm thinking about well, what does the law say? <laughs> you know, um, but, I mean, I guess yep. I, I don't and know. And our community has been really the board of the law in a lot of cases when it comes to this. Again, um, Puffy and Kim was definitely legally that type of situation. You know what I mean? But, again, yeah. in the community. Yeah. So a lot to think about. What I would say in general, I would say, you know, in a sense, once people kind of reach 25 per se, I would say that would be an age where you kind of just kind of kind of let them do. Um, you know, we I, I I think we talked about that advice to families is when you do have a problem, like if they had your family stepped in, it probably would have drove you closer to them too, just like you went through that in your That's own, true. you know, own experience later in your life. So it probably would have happened. So it almost has to be. Yeah. It's just like you don't know what to do. Do I be? Do I? Do I? Am I hands off? Even when there's a legal issue, but you got your younger child trying to do it anyway. You know what I mean? So right. it's like legally it's wrong. We're gonna put the statute there, but it doesn't always stop that younger child. You know what I mean? From still trying right. to make it happen. Right. So a lot of things to think make about. Well, you know, just any <laughs> last closing thoughts before we go? If you have anything, any events going on around the city? Because I know you are an amazing poet that, that that definitely gets involved in things around the city. If you want to mention those before we go, please do. Oh, yes. Uh, well, um, uh, thank you, of course, for having me on the show. And, you know, for everyone that's tuning in, listening to us. Um, I um I, I still, you know, feel that, you know, there's an age range that's appropriate and that we should always, you know, strive to keep it in a safe age range if if, if we can because of the the connection and the life experiences. Um, but I do have a show coming up, so subscribe to call it. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, and it's spelled just like it sounds. Soul inscribe. I have a show coming up July fifth. It's called the Soul Lounge. It's going to be at the exclusive um, on Memorial Drive. It starts at eight o'clock. 
Um, you have to be 21 years and up. <laughs> Put in the age thing. Um, I've, uh, I'm, I'm one of the I'm one of the featured artists. Um, you got some artists coming from Columbus, uh, Molly Heard, um, Dorian, and uh, Nasira. They're going to be here uh, with Monster Fam, so I'm excited about that show. Come out on July 5th and enjoy a great show of poetry, music, hip hop, um, and you know. So. Definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, if I'm not working, Queen, I'll definitely be in the house. So when I tell you, Soul Scribe is a dynamic spoken word artist. Uh, she has, when we had the Jazz Festival, uh, they made you repeat the, that poem you have for the black man. They made you repeat it more than once <laughs> when the community club was hanging out at the Atlanta Jazz Festival. So you are amazing. Thank you yeah. for being on with me Thank you. this morning. Thank you to all our sponsors, Square Beers Entertainment, Money Motivation, as well as Ephraim. Um, Abdullah from AXP Reality. We'll see y'all next Saturday. All I ask is that you think.